When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My Seven Chakras, episode 30. The Seven Chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body, from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. Join Aditya as he embarks on a journey to interview healers, thought leaders, and experts who have dedicated their lives to raising the level of human consciousness. Welcome to My Seven Chakras. And now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. So good morning, action takers. AJ here, and you are listening to My Seven Chakras, a show where you get to listen to insights, advice, and tips on how to improve the quality of your life. And today, I'm stoked to bring you our featured guest, Parul Agrawal. Parul, are you ready to inspire? Yes, I am, AJ. Wonderful, wonderful. So Parul is the author of international bestseller, Juicing for Healthier Families. She's also a HuffPost blogger, coach, and entrepreneur. Her mission is to educate families about simple, effective ways that they can use to live healthier, happier, and successful lives. So Parul, I've given our listeners a short intro. Take about a minute and tell us more about yourself. Oh, thank you so much for the awesome intro, Aditya, and truly an honor to be here talking with your listeners on your show. So thank you for the invitation. And as you said, so I'm the international best-selling author of my book, which is called Juicing for Healthier Families. I'm a wellness and wealth coach, Mm -hmm. a blogger for Huffington Post, and um, also an entrepreneur, and um, not to mention a mom. Mm-hmm. of a very energetic four-year-old little boy. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks a lot for that crisp intro. Uh, now, Parul, I'm sure you agree that thoughts are things and the right type of words can inspire us to take action and create new things and new experiences. So we usually begin our show with an inspirational quote. So what is your favorite inspirational quote? And give us an example of how you apply this quote to your everyday life. Uh, My favorite inspirational all-time quote has been the quote by Mahatma Gandhi, who is also an idol and my role model. And Mm -hmm. the quote by him is, you must be the change you want to see in the world. And I honestly believe in this aspect because, firstly, I cannot really preach what I don't follow. Mm -hmm. And I believe if I change myself, if I change my habits, if I'm a good example and people just follow and they just, um, it's so much easier for me to actually bring my point of view across. I'm a wellness coach, a health coach, and I teach people a lot about healthy living. And if I'm not doing what I'm preaching, if I'm not living my lifestyle, then I believe it's all fake. I feel like mm-hmm. a hypocrite at that point of time. So if I'm telling people to eat healthy or if I'm telling people to get off a certain food, I normally like to practice, you know, getting off that food myself first 
just to figure out how the person or how my client would be going through the emotional feeling, the physical feeling, the mental feelings. And if I am able to experience that, even if I'm not in his shoes, but at, you know, even if it is little bit, I'm able to experience it. It resonates mm-hmm. so much more with the other person. Mm-hmm. So this quote has really inspired me all through my life. And I truly live my life by this quote. Be the change that you want to see in the world. Beautifully put. It just speaks to the fact that if you change yourself, if you be the best version of yourself, then the world around you will change. Because when you make that change, when you make that shift within you, then people around you are inspired. And seeing the transformation, as you mentioned, in your business, in your practice, seeing the transformation that you have seen, people are inspired and they take action as well. So wonderfully put. Uh, So Parul, you're based in the beautiful state of Arizona. Am I correct? Yes, that is true. Awesome. So do you like hanging out in nature once in a while in the mountains or the hills? I do. Yes. It is, uh, you know, Arizona doesn't really have the best of weather. All year Mm -hmm. round, we really get um, hot in the summers or almost around 120 Fahrenheit. But this is the perfect weather if you want to visit Arizona, October to March. So, yes, you know, it's a great outdoor weather these days. Well, that's awesome. So let's imagine that you're at a health conference or you're conducting a health conference somewhere among the mountains. And one of the attendees asks you, Parul, what is the main focus at this point in your life? What would you tell them? The main focus in my life is at this moment is to just live my life each and every moment of my life and be in the moment. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, so many things are happening in this world our living conditions are uncertain we do not know really if there is a tomorrow so why not just live your life to the fullest at this very moment without thinking about our future or without thinking about our past just be in the moment just be present of course it's important to have short-term goals and long-term goals but do not Mm. get so involved in your goals and in your uh, career that you forget to live your life in the moment So be in the moment. I love how you put it because sometimes we overthink our future. I mean, it's it's awesome to have goals. It's important. But don't overthink your future or don't overthink your past. But sometimes it's important to just be mindful and freeze and be in this particular instance, this moment that you're living right now. Be it, feel it, experience it. And with that wonderful thought, let's dive into our main topic for today. A topic that is spoken about in pretty much every health journal, every magazine or blog these days. And it's called the juicing lifestyle. So Parul, what is juicing and why is it so important to lead a juicing lifestyle? Sure. Uh, So juicing is basically extracting the water, which also includes nutrition, vitamins, minerals and antioxidants from Mm -hmm. your fruits and vegetables and your fresh produce. Mm -hmm. So basically uh, what we are doing is we are extracting all the good stuff and we are leaving behind the bad stuff and we are also leaving behind the fiber as -hmm. far as juice is concerned. And why is it so important these days? Because as we said a moment back, our lives these days are really stressful. The food we eat is not the best. The water we drink is not the best quality The air we breathe is not the best. It's Mm -hmm. really polluted. 
And uh, to top that, we have really busy and stressful lives these days. So we need to give our body this extra boost and extra nutrition to live a healthy, happy life, to live the life of our dreams. And juicing is the answer to live that life. Juices are nutritional powerhouses. They let you absorb and assimilate high amount of good quality minerals, vitamins, phytonutrients, phytochemicals into your body within as mm-hmm. little as 20 minutes of drinking a glass of green juice. And 20 minutes is nothing, basically. It's way faster than any supplement out there. And why is it so important at this particular moment? Because, you know, even if we eat the best kind of food, we need Mm -hmm. so much more to cope up with our everyday busy lifestyle stresses. Mm -hmm. And juicing is really easy to get high amount of nutrition in a very easy and effective way. So I like that you mentioned it's a nutritional powerhouse because it gives you all of that good stuff, all that you mentioned, the vitamins and uh, the other good uh, uh, elements that sort of uh, charge you, all of that within just 20 minutes. And that's amazing. Now, there are two terms that are spoken about a lot these days, and I would appreciate it if you could clarify. One is juicing and the other one is blending. What is the difference between the two? And what is the advantage of juicing, if any, over blending? Great. Yeah, that's a great question, AJ. Um, Juicing and blending are used interchangeably these days. However, Mm -hmm. they have a big difference. Juices, as I said earlier, they really do not have any fiber. So the fiber is left out in a glass of juice. So a digestive system is not involved in digesting the juice because there is no fiber. It's just water. And when a digestive system is not involved in digesting, you know, it's easier for the body to assimilate all the um, nutrition from a glass of juice. And that is why the effect is really fast within 20 minutes. Moreover, you know, 60% of your body's energy is used in digesting foods in digesting um, all the fiber uh, that is available in fruits and vegetables. And now if you're drinking a glass of green juice and your digestive organs are not really involved in the process. So what happens is now this 60% of energy is surplus and this energy is being used in healing, rejuvenating, repairing your muscles, bones, tissues. Mm -hmm. And that is the reason juices are excellent if you are undergoing a you know, if you are down with some sort of a illness, if you are undergoing a treatment, if you are suffering from a chronic disease where digestive, you know, system is shut down. On the other hand, we have a blended drink or in other words, a smoothie. Mm-hmm. Now, in a smoothie, you're not really removing any fiber or pulp from the fruits and vegetables. So you're pretty much putting the entire, um, you know, your fruit, For example, your apple or your pear along with some greens. Maybe you could add some seeds in it, maybe like a flax seed or chia seeds to get some more fiber. And now smoothies are uh, really filling because of all the fiber they have. And they're also very good for your, um, uh, you know, moving things around in your body, moving the uh, system and peristalsis of your intestines. So if you need to bulk up, if you need to really move things around, then go for a glass of smoothie. 
smoothies. It's slower digestion, but you're still getting a high amount of nutrition through smoothies. On the other hand, if you need juicing, if you drink juices, then you're getting a high amount of nutrition within a short period of time. So what I normally tell my clients is juices are really good uh, to drink the first thing in the morning mm-hmm. so that you have this good nutrition supply in your body for your entire day. Yeah. Whereas your smoothies are excellent um, for that afternoon slump, maybe 4 p.m. when normally people would actually go for a cup of coffee and donut to gain some energy. You could actually drink a smoothie at that time because this is a complete food. It has fiber, protein, carbohydrates, and fat. So now you have all this a balanced meal at around 4 p.m. for the rest half of your day. Well, thanks a lot for that. There you go, listeners. Juices don't have fiber and smoothies do. So in the case of juices, the digestive system isn't involved. And because of that, uh, it's easier for the body to take in those nutrients. You're saving a lot of energy and that saved energy is actually used for healing and rejuvenation. On the other hand, smoothie has fiber. It's filling. It's good for exercising your digestive systems. So because of these clear differences it's good to have juices in the morning and smoothies later on in the day maybe if you're having a snack uh, to complement the meal that you just had Uh, so in other words both are good but they just have their respective places in terms of how they benefit your body am i correct that is Mm. absolutely correct both are excellent and should be a part of a healthy diet now let's assume a person listening to the show says you know what i want to become healthy Let's give it this a shot. So he or she goes to Amazon or eBay or whatever website, you know, they prefer, types in the word juicer and sees 10,000 results, you know, and it's hard, so hard to choose because you have so many options these days. How does a person go about choosing a juicer and what are certain things that he or she needs to keep in mind before making that purchase decision? Absolutely. Very well put because there are so many options Mm -hmm. out there these days you know it can make anybody crazy yes so um you know i have a criteria which um obviously if you're new to juicing you could invest pretty much anywhere from 50 dollars to 500 Mm dollars in a juicer i normally tell people who are new to juicing not to invest um 500 dollars in a juicer because you never know if this is for you and if you will be doing Mm -hmm. it long term although i want them to do it for life but, you know, it is always a good idea to start maybe with a $100 or a $150 juicer. And then if you think this is really for you, maybe graduate to a, a more expensive um, juicer. So the less expensive juicers are actually the centrifugal mm-hmm. juicers, which uh, run the produce at a really high speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time, their speed is in the range of 1,200 RPM to Uh, 1500 to 1600 Mm. rpm so these juices are really good for extracting juice from um, your fruits and vegetables but sometimes you might face challenge in extracting the juice from Mm -hmm. greens what i have seen is the greens mostly stick to the juicer parts so if you need to um, incorporate a lot of greens such as kale and spinach and Roman lettuce mm-hmm. in your juices, then it is a good idea to go for a masticating juicer. Masticating is actually same as chewing. And um, so now it's same as chewing. So the 
produce is actually uh, run through the juicer at a really, really mm-hmm. low speed. So I just said that um, centrifugal is around 1200 RPM. On the contrary, a masticating juicer is 70 to 80 RPM, the good ones mm-hmm. out there. So it's really slow. The juicer from a masticating juicer is more nutrient dense. It stays fresh mm-hmm. longer and it can actually be stored for up to 36 to 72 hours in a refrigerator if stored properly. So some of the brands of the juicers, if you're talking about, you know, the great centrifugal brands could be Jack LaLanne, Breville, uh, Champion, Omegas, mm-hmm. and Huram. Huram has a really great um, masticating juicer. So does Omega and so does Juice Presso. And uh, you can find all this information on my website if, you know, listeners want to go ahead and check which are the best juicers. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks a lot for that advice. And as you rightly put, it's not just about one juice that you're going to make, right? It's about adopting a lifestyle. And because of that, it's better to go one step at a time. Maybe try out a basic juicer before going in for that advanced juicer. But obviously, if you know that juicing is for you, then centrifugal juicers are the best. If you feel you're going to have a lot of greens and you want that as well, you uh, you want that to be extracted well, then masticating juicers are for you. And Parol, I'm not sure if you've seen that ad, but I've seen uh, one of the companies, I think it's called Vitamix. They have these uh, viral ads where a person who, who's dressed like a scientist He's using the juicer and he's basically grinding or juicing pretty much everything around him, like a iPhone and iPad as well. Have you seen those ads? I have not seen those ads, but that's a very good point. And thank you for bringing that out. So a lot of people think that Vitamix is a juicer, but it actually a is okay. a blender. <laughs> right. And it's a really good, uh, powerful blender. And I own one too. Uh, and probably a great time to invest in a blender during mm-hmm. the holidays. Uh, you know, a lot of stores have awesome deals uh, for blenders during this time. So Vitamix is actually a blender and so is Blendtec. And these are really great for extracting uh, blended j- drinks such mm-hmm. as smoothies. You will not be able to, uh, you know, remove all the fiber in a blender. So what some people do who already own a blender and who do not want to like invest in a juicer, uh, while making a smoothie, they add more water. So let's say if your recipe calls, uh, if your smoothie recipe calls for one cup of water, you would actually possibly add two to three cups of water if you want mm-hmm. to make the juice. And once you have the blended drink ready in, to remove the fiber, you would actually pass your juice through a strainer. Mm-hmm. You know, so that uh, you are removing the maximum fiber out of your blended drinks or smoothies and actually just getting a juice out and not the fiber. Uh, This is, you know, a lot of people do this. It's obviously a little more work and uh, it's not as close to uh, juice as possible, but it is a good transition before you actually go ahead and invest Mm -hmm. in that juicer. Well, I think that's a wonderful tip for those who are getting into this lifestyle and do not know should they buy a blender or should they buy a juicer or should they buy both so as you mentioned in the in one case as an example you could get that blender but then after adding that extra water just strain it out with an apparatus now parul you're an amazing uh, author at the moment you're an amazon best selling author you're a coach entrepreneur and you're helping families become healthier by adopting a juicing lifestyle. So 
What were you doing before you decided to become an author? Um, before an author and before getting into the field of mm-hmm. health and wellness, my background is actually into engineering. So I was, um, I have two master's degree, one in material science engineering and the other one in electrical engineering. So I was an engineer and I was working in a corporate sector and also working as a research scientist at um, the university here, the Arizona State University, where I did my master's from. Mm-hmm. So my question is, uh, did you always think that your background in engineering would translate into a career in coaching in the health and wellness space? Well, if you had asked <laughs> me this question eight years back, I would say, are you kidding wow. me? No way. <laughs> no. But uh, no, actually, I never thought about it. And it all started because, you know, um, as I was working on my master's and also, you know, doing a job, a corporate job um, and after moving to U.S., I moved to U.S. in 2004 mm-hmm. and everything, you know, was easily available here. Food was really cheap and, you know, um, Coke was cheaper than water <laughs> and juices were actually cheaper than some of the fruits. So I'm like, hey, oh, wow, this is pretty mm-hmm. cool, you know, and th- very unlike uh, India where I actually belong from. So I got, you know, excited and I wanted to try all these different cuisines and, you know, um, different kind of food and different kind of um, pretty much everything under the roof and I'm a vegetarian Mm -hmm. so uh, if you know vegetarian food tends to be more um, loaded in carbs rather Mm -hmm. than in proteins so I was doing it and you know studying and working at the same time and before I knew I was like 30 pounds overweight and um, it all started with uh, my personal goals I wanted to lose weight Um, I wanted to you know I was just in my late 20s and I had difficulty doing everyday chores, walking was a task. And obviously, I didn't look that great uh, because I'm short-heighted, just barely five feet. And, you know, for my height, being 30 pounds overweight was actually in the morbidly obese category. So um, I thought, you know, it's maybe probably time to get into shape, um, you know, learn more about fitness and nutrition. And I'm always, um, you know, a kind of person who wants to go delve deeper into everything. So instead of joining a gym, I actually joined a training program that trains uh, people to become personal trainers and nutritionists. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, um, I have some time before I actually um, start my full-time job. So why not just, you know, use this time, utilize this time and uh, learn more about fitness mm-hmm. and health. So I entered into, enrolled myself into that program, and I started, um, this was a diploma program in personal training and nutrition from National Personal Training Institute. And I started studying while, uh, you know, I was also doing my master's. I was also, you know, simultaneously doing this program. And at the same time, what happened, my dad, who lives in India, he had a heart attack. So... uh, he had to undergo a triple bypass surgery and we are actually from a small town in India and he had to be moved to the city, which again took Mm. so long. And, uh, you know, by the time he was, he got proper medical care, his heart was, you know, below normal limit. So now he's okay, but his heart conditioning is still really, really below Mm. average. 
So during that time, you know, we were, um, when my dad was in the hospital, obviously it was a very stressful period for my family. We were in the hospital for almost two months. And, um, you know, one day we would think that he's okay. The next day we would think he needs another surgery. You know, it was like a roller coaster ride. We were not sure, you know, what to do and which direction to take. Finally, you know, after two months struggling in the hospital, he was fine. And then we were back home. So once home, um, we had no idea, like, you know, what food to give him, what kind of treatment or what kind of care he would need moving Mm -hmm. forward. And uh, obviously, the hospital gave us some basic guidelines. Mm -hmm. But those were just basic guidelines, you know, I mean... And then during that time, as I told you, I was also studying my diploma program at um, National Personal Training Institute. And I was only in the program for a short while and I had to go to India to be with my family. But whatever I learned in that one month at NPTI helped me way more than what I learned in 20 or 25 years of my engineering Mm. education. And that was just my wake up call. I'm like, oh, my God, I've been doing this all my life. And this has not really helped my dad or my family. And whatever I studied in just three to four weeks is actually really helping him out because I was able to create a meal plan for him. I was able to monitor his blood pressure. I was able to. You know, not coming from a medical background, not having any doctors in the family, that was such a big, big help. And, you know, then I thought, you know, this is what I really want to do because not only for him, but for myself Mm. also, because I'm sort of genetically predisposed uh, to all the conditions that my dad has. Uh, so I'm like, you know, this is not the kind of life I need for me and my family and you know, I started studying more about nutrition. I started studying more about the benefits of eating, you know, healthy rather than, you know, just leading mm-hmm. your life, not knowing anything, not being aware of what we are eating, not being mindful of what we are putting in the bodies. So once I started studying, there was no looking back. So one program after another, and then I thought, you know, I could make such a profound difference in others health and not only my health through my love and knowledge of nutrition and that is that was my gradual move from my career into engineering into holistic health coach Mm -hmm. so thanks a lot for sharing i like the fact that you mentioned that when you came to the usa you were exposed to a whole new world a different environment foods and you, as you mentioned, Coke as well. And because of that, you face certain health challenges. But instead of joining a gym, as somebody would normally do, you decided to become a trainer. You took on that training about nutrition because you had a vision to not just change yourself, but to change others as well. And I understand having a member in your family who is unwell is never easy because there are so many questions that you have in your mind and you want them to get better as soon as possible. And as you mentioned, sometimes from conventional medicine, all you get is an outline or a guideline and you have to figure out the rest by yourself. But lucky for you, you were simultaneously taking on that training yourself and it all seemed very preordained, like you were meant to become a coach, you were meant to become the nutritionist that you are today. So wonderful and thanks for sharing. So let's assume a person listening to the show right now has decided to embark on a juicing lifestyle by buying a juicer based on the insights that you provided earlier. What are the benefits of adopting a juicing lifestyle? Now, key emphasis on adopting 
a juicing lifestyle listeners and not just drinking a green juice once in a while at an organic cafe now if you could break down these benefits into <laughs> short term and then the long term benefits absolutely short term benefits and as i told you you know i was not always into juicing so this is from my personal experience what people have experienced and what i have experienced personally short term and long term short term benefits all of a sudden you will see a change in mm-hmm. your energy if you're addicted to carbs if you're addicted to caffeine you will you know uh, see a major major difference in your addiction you will not crave the carbs mm-hmm. anymore you will not crave that caffeine anymore you would not need a cup of coffee to wake you up or a cup of tea to wake you up and the reason is we are not really feeding our body what it needs we are not feeding our body the vitamins and nutrients and the good nutrition that it needs and these juices are actually healing the body at the cellular mm-hmm. level so you know even if you drink one glass of juice every day you will start seeing those changes your skin will look better your hair will look better if you have brittle nails your nails will look better pretty much everything and you might not notice these changes immediately but your friends and other family members will uh, you know start asking you the secret of your mm. great health and this is like immediately maybe within a week's time you will see that um, you know if you are if you are um, used to eating a lot of carbs or if you're used to eating a lot of fat you will see a sudden change in your waistline and because most of the people most of us if we eat too many carbs we have uh, indigestion and mm. bloating feeling bloating sure feeling most of the time and now this bloated feeling will go away and you will see you know even if you're not really the perfect size you will see that you know your tummy is flattening and you're feeling so much better and you could actually you know if you wake up at 7 and sleep at 9 during those 7 to 9 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. you will have a constant energy it's not like you will have you know um a high in energy and all of a sudden mm-hmm. a crash you will immediately see no you're having a constant steady source of energy th- throughout the day so these changes you will start seeing immediately long term changes as i said um earlier you would see a major major difference um in your overall overall health you will see that you know you don't really get sick with every changing mm-hmm. season you know your immunity goes up really high you really are able to build up your immunity you will see that um um you don't get sick that often even if people are sick in your workspace or in your family you are still feeling great and it's all because of the benefits of juicing long term if people are doing it for weight loss they will see an improved change mm-hmm. in their weight and this weight because it will be slow and steady it will be forever so i did my juicing almost like um 9 mm-hmm. years back when i was 30 pounds overweight and i have not really gained back that weight now even after having a baby so i was able to lose my baby weight and still stay in shape through juicing and uh you know there are days when i do ju- juice detoxes when i go on short uh, you know let's say 3 day 5 day seven- when they kind of juice detoxes but i obviously try to incorporate it every day in my um, you know in my daily lifestyle and um, apart from you know juicing um, obviously i'm active i i try to eat healthy and i believe that has helped me stay in shape and not gain the weight that i have lost so it's not like the mm-hmm. yo-yo dieting where you are losing weight gaining weight losing weight gaining weight it's more about you know 
um, weight loss forever. Plus, you know, uh, it's really great if you are um, suffering from any chronic condition. I'm not claiming that it will cure many diseases or it will cure, for that matter, any chronic illness, but it will definitely help you uh, manage the sickness or illness um, long term and short term. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks a lot for sharing. I know that we've discussed some super benefits of getting into a juicing lifestyle, both short term as well as long term. And I'm sure that as a coach, you've enabled many people to change their lives. So what is your most inspiring client or student success story till date? My most inspiring client success story is actually, um, you know, from my personal family, and it's my mm-hmm. husband's story. My husband, you know, after, as I said, <laughs> you know, after coming to U.S., he came here for his graduate studies. And uh, if you are a graduate student, you know, you pretty much eat whatever mm-hmm. is available, right? It's You're not able to make the best choices. You eat in cafeteria. You eat out. That, that kind of phase... Uh, when we are in our 20s, you know, late 20s, early 30s, we're not so aware of our body and what we are putting into our body because whatever we eat and we are so active at that time, our metabolism is mm. so high, we don't really see any major effects in our health, yeah. right? But once you get into a corporate job, once your lifestyle becomes more sedentary, once you are past the age of 30 years, your our metabolism slows down and then you start seeing the effects of all the things that you had done in your past life. <laughs> so um, he was like that. And then, you know, once he was um, into his corporate lifestyle and had a more sedentary, he started having these acid reflux issues, um, you know, GI issues, acidity, and sometimes, you know, uh, been suffering with all these issues for the last 10 years and he would go from doctor to doctor and they would obviously put him on a regular regime of antiacids and stuff like that which helped him you know uh, but it was only a temporary fix it was not really a permanent fix and um, you know if he would take a certain medication for one month or two months it would stop showing effects after that time period and then he had to change his medication he went through endoscopy, he went through GI treatments, pretty much everything all across mm-hmm. the board to find answers of what was going wrong with his body. Because, uh, you know, it was not just acid reflux, it was then, you know, affecting his voice. And he has to talk a lot because of mm-hmm. his work. Uh, he was not able to talk because every time and he would talk, he would feel that something is stuck in his throat, which is not letting his voice out. And it was uh, not an ENT issue. It was basically acidity, which was now in his throat and not just in his gut area. So um, of late, like last year, um, and, you know, it's always the most difficult to get your family members do something. You could actually convince the entire world, but your family members are <laughs> <Yep>. the last ones. <laughs> you know. So anyway, so last year, uh, he finally decided to do start juicing. He would juice every now and then, but he actually took it seriously. And touch wood, uh, for the last six months, uh, he's off all his acidity medications. Mm-hmm. He um, he has no GI issues. We tried everything with him. We tried elimination diet. We tried putting him off gluten. We tried putting him off dairy. Pretty much, you know, um, all the diets across the board that uh, claim to be really healthy. We tried pretty much every diet with him and they will work. 
you know, uh, for a month or two, and then, you know, he would be back to square one. And so once we started incorporating juices in his diet, and mostly the green juices with um, lots of kale and spinach and stuff, and let me tell you, AJ, it's not that we were not eating healthy. We were eating very healthy, and all these greens were already a part of our diet. But still, you know, juices are such a nutritional powerhouse mm-hmm. that they heal your body from inside out. So once he started juicing regularly, he never went back. So far, it's been almost six to eight months since the start of this year. Uh, no acid reflux, no acidity medications nothing and he would eat like you know um every now and then he also indulges in um the foods like um maybe cakes and cookies and stuff like that and uh, you know the uh, fat the fried food which is actually the main culprit of mm-hmm. acidity but he still never gets these issues all thanks to juicing mm-hmm. so there you go listeners as parul shares habits are formed when you're younger and they stay they're hard to change But you know what? Your body doesn't stay the same. As you grow older, your body changes. And that's when the health issues arise. Health issues may be such as acid reflux. So that's why whatever age you're at right now, whatever space you're at, wherever you are in life, make that change and don't just try a diet. Adopt a healthy lifestyle. And thanks for sharing the story, Parul. I am sure this story gives our listeners proof that a transformation is possible. And with that, we've reached the health tip round during which our guests share a quick and easy tip that a person can try immediately to improve his or her health. So what is that one tip that you could share with our listeners? The one tip I would like to share with my listeners here, with your listeners here today is there are 21 meals in a week. Let's say if you're eating three times a day, multiply that by seven. So that's 21 Mm. meals in a day. Try to eat at least 19 meals healthy or at home. You could, you know, indulge maybe for the rest of your three meals, but at least try to eat 19 meals at home and healthy and you will see an improved difference in your health. When we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. And this is a quote by Viktor Frankl. And this is going to be the central theme for the next phase of our show, which is all about a major challenge or a learning moment. So, Parul, tell us about a time when you were faced by a major challenge. Take us to that very moment. What were you feeling? And then how did you overcome that challenge? A challenge that I would like to talk about is not really a new challenge, but a challenge that I faced probably 15 years back in my life. And I was, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I had enrolled for an engineering program, a bachelor's in engineering um, um, after my high school. And as I told earlier, I was from a small town. So now my engineering school is in a really big town. It was in um, Bombay, which is one of the biggest cities in India. And uh, it was obviously a huge mm-hmm. cultural shock for me coming from a small town. Not only that, this was the first time that I was away from my family and, um, you know, staying all by myself. And um, I believe you are from India, AJ, uh, as well. So you would actually uh, resonate with my feelings here. Uh, Yes. From Bombay. 
exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, so it was, you know, it was a big cultural shock for me. Plus, uh, I had to adjust to this new um, type of studies, new type mm-hmm. of living, you know, living all by myself, new kind of food, obviously not the home food. It was, you know, what was available in dorms at that moment of time. So, and um, again, mm-hmm. you know, I had to... Um, study which was very difficult for me because uh, staying away from my family not having guidance from my family direct guidance from my family so all this took a toll um, on me emotionally and physically and I failed majorly in my first year of engineering Uh, and uh, if you're aware then um, of the you know systems there um, if you fail in few subjects then you have to um, you know, pass those subjects, stay in the year. Um, you have to like sort of repeat the year. So I failed in my first year and I had to like yeah. repeat the year of my studies and then only I could move to the second year of my studies. And this was the first time I had always mm-hmm. been a A student in school. And this was the first time that I actually failed. And um, that failure took such a big, it was a big failure for me because, you know, failing for the first time ever in life, of course, there were a few failures, small yeah. failures here and there, but this was such a major one. It was a setback for me. I thought I was not prob- probably, you know, made for an engineering career or an engineering degree for that matter. And uh, uh, not to mention, I thought, mm-hmm. you know, I would be the laughing stock of the town. Everybody would look at me and laugh at me, point fingers at me. Um, I was not the only person uh, who failed, but, you know, (laughs) that is how I felt. I thought, you know, this was the end of life and uh, I could never be successful in my life ever again. And uh, um, I'm just not made for, you know, this program. I should rather go back home. I was probably, what, 18 years old, maybe 17 or 18 years old at that point of time. I should probably probably go back home and ask my parents to find a boy and maybe get married and I'm just meant to do that you know stay at home and cook food all these you know kind of um, Mm. uh, or maybe you know just uh, do what other girls do and uh, join a graduate studies and you know finish my studies and um, be a homemaker so all these issues were um, uh, going on in my mind and then I sat down one night under the stars and I told myself you know this is not how I want to portray myself you know this is uh, a failure attitude and uh, even if I have failed in my studies now that doesn't indicate that I will fail in life more I also had a little sister Mm -hmm. and uh, she was still in school while I was in college and I'm like you know if I if I go back home being a failure what kind of an impression would I be giving to my little sister she's uh, five to six years younger than me so she's almost like my baby I'm like you know um I cannot mm-hmm. uh, I cannot tell her that you know life is all about failures I have to show that you know even if there are challenges you have to overcome them and emerge as a winner so I was talking to myself and uh, at that point of time I uh, used to read a lot of um, you know inspirational books motivational books positive attitude books and uh, I picked myself up and I'm like you know even if the whole world laugh it doesn't really matter because I have to go out there and show to the world that you know I can do it so I picked up my myself up and I made the decision that no I will continue my studies and Mm -hmm. I'm not you know dropping out of the program or anything and I'll show the world that you know I can do it 
And I did. I, I, I finished my studies. And in the final year of my engineering, I did so awesome. I was actually even appointed by my school authorities to head the uh, placement committee in the school. The placement committee is the committee that invites, you know, these companies on school for job placements, you know, to interview other students mm-hmm. and uh, get them recruited from campus. Um, so that one night, actually, you know, if I had a and made that decision that I would be continuing with my studies. It, my life would be so different. I could have uh, taken a step and went back to my small town or, you know, I could have continued my studies. Mm-hmm. And I decided to continue my studies and, you know, sh- prove to the world that, you know, failures are only temporary and they do not define your life. So looking back now, what is that one major life lesson that you would want our listeners to take away from your story? You know, um, of course, there are highs and lows in life, but uh, they do not define your life. Do not think that you are a failure uh, if you do not get that job or if you fail a job interview or if you know not. Those things, a small job, a small exam do not define your life. There are so many more other important things in your life. So failures, I would say, are just a stepping stone to success and never give up. Be persistent, be patient. And um, if the universe sees your dedication, then it has to give you back what you aimed for. Mm -hmm. So thanks for sharing your story with us. And with this powerful story, you have empowered our listeners with one more reason to look at a challenge as a learning moment and then push forward. And with that, we are moving on to the next portion of our show, which is all about finding your true calling or your purpose. On this very topic, Marcus Buckingham once said, you can find energizing moments in each aspect of your life, but to do so, you must learn how to catch them. You must learn how to hold on to them, to feel the pull of their weight and allow yourself to follow where they lead. So my question to you, Parol, is have you found your calling? And if yes, what is your calling? I think I have found my calling. My calling is spreading the love and knowledge about nutrition to families and most importantly Mm -hmm. to expecting parents. I strongly believe, um, you know, kids are our future, obviously, and it's important to start them early. And um, it's easy to inculcate these eating habits when they are little. Because, you know, as you know, if you grow old, it's difficult to change your habits. Not that you cannot change it, but it's difficult. It's Mm -hmm. a challenge. But if you have these good eating habits right from the start, then it's easy to incorporate these habits into your lifestyle when you grow up. So um, my calling is actually educating the people that I come across about the healing power of food, healing power of good, nutritious food. Well, thanks a lot for sharing. And that is really inspiring because you are changing people's lives around the world through whatever medium. You're doing it through books, you're doing it through workshops, you're coaching people. And today you have come to My 7 Chakras and you are inspiring our listeners as well. So thanks a lot. Thank you. And with that, we have come to an end of the show and the last round, which is called the wisdom round where I will ask you a series of questions and you will respond with nuggets of wisdom, rapid fire round style. Sound like a plan? Absolutely. Let's do it. (laughs) Awesome. So what is the best advice you have ever received? Uh, Don't take yourself too seriously because the world doesn't. 
just mm-hmm. enjoy every moment of your life and smile as often as you can awesome now we know that great habits can change your life so if you have to recommend a personal habit that contributes to your well-being what would it be well the personal habit that i have tried to incorporate in my life is i eat food as close to nature as possible mm-hmm. i try to eat it obviously you know the purest form and um, i've seen a major major improvement in my health when i just eat raw food close to nature Mm-hmm. So, Parul, describe the first two hours of your day. What is your morning ritual like? Huh, that's a very good question because you know, being a mom, a morning ritual is all around kids. But <laughs> let's just talk about my ideal morning ritual. So, obviously, mm-hmm. the moment I wake up from my bed, I thank God for um, this day, this new day, because you never know if you'll have another day in your life. So, I always take a moment to thank the higher power that I was able to wake up. wake up beautifully under the sky and uh, thank them for another beautiful day uh, obviously brush my teeth after that and then mm-hmm. i get into a little bit of yoga exercises uh, what i like doing if i'm busy is um, the surya namaskar which is the sun salutations so i always do um, at least 13 on each side which is like 26 sun salutations after mm-hmm. that i actually um um recently i have started incorporating some other yoga exercises also um like kapal bharti i'm not sure if you're aware about it it's like a breathing exercise mm-hmm. so which is really good for your abdomen and for your waist so i do that and after um my morning yoga exercises if i have more time i am in my hand then obviously you know i would rather go into a deeper um routine of yoga and incorporate more ex- exercises i always end my yoga exercises even if they are for a while with a short uh, stretch movement because i really need to you know um, stretch all my muscles and stuff uh, mm-hmm. after that uh, i always like to start my day with a glass of lemon water uh, with either honey or salt so i make a lukewarm water a big glass of lukewarm water maybe 12 ounces to 16 ounces big um add half a lemon to it and a little bit of honey if needed or sometimes i just drink the lemon water as is um i think that's a really great drink to um alkalize your body mm-hmm. and i always make sure that i drink this uh, you know religiously no matter where i am after that you know i uh, pack food for my son who goes to school uh, get him ready and everything <laughs> Mm-hmm. drop him to school and after and in, in between uh, um dropping him and um i also make like a small juice for him um that's a part of his breakfast sometimes a juice or sometimes a smoothie and that's for his breakfast and after i drop him i um come back and juice for me and um then um sometimes i sit down to do my uh, meditation which mm-hmm. is like a 10 minute to 15 minute guided meditation and uh, um after the meditation i'm just ready to start my day well thanks a lot for sharing now finding and reading the right book can be life changing so if you could recommend one book one book that changed your life what would that book be you know it might sound odd to you but the one book that i find really really inspirational 
is mm-hmm. not really an inspirational book, but it is more like a fictional book. But uh, it has definitely changed my life. And I go back to this book every time, you know, I need any advice. And that is The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. So, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if you have read this book, but this book is beautifully laid out with inspirational quotes and real life incidences. And it's like, you know, you're putting my real life into a picture, into a book form. And if I need any uh, inspiration for the day, I just go back, look at an inspirational quote and I'm ready to, you know, rock my day. Well, I think that book is uh, was recently uh, recognized as one of the most inspiring books, uh, inspiring fictional books in the world. And what's funny is I've read many books of Polo Coelho, but that is one book that I haven't read yet. I really loved uh, the Zahir. Oh yes, uh, that was really exp- inspiring. I, I enjoyed reading it. It is yes, I have read all his books, and he's one of my favorite author. And I always take something from each and every book, yeah. but The Alchemist has been my favorite. Mm-hmm. Well, that's one book on my to-do list. In that case. And listeners, you can find links to all the resources that we discuss about in the show notes. So Parol, chatting with you today was fabulous because we learned about juicing, a lifestyle that can kickstart, energize and detox our lives so that we can move towards our goals much faster than ever before. So right before you go, tell us one thing that you're really grateful for today. Tell us the best way we can find you and then we'll say goodbye. The one thing I'm really grateful for today is the beautiful weather mm-hmm. um, it gets really hot in Arizona in summers and in October November time it starts cooling down and it's so beautiful out there and I just thank God thank the almighty for giving me this weather and it just opens your heart opens your soul it's not only that you know with all the vitamin D you can get you could really you know make a huge difference in your life so I'm very very grateful for the beautiful weather today Mm-hmm. And people can find me on my website. It is parulagarwal.com, P-A-R-U-L-A-G-R-A-W-A-L, parulagarwal.com. I'm also on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, pretty much anywhere. You can find me anywhere. And my name would be facebook.com slash author parul. And same on LinkedIn and Twitter as well, author parul. Awesome. Now, I know that I have your book which you just released on Amazon, which is a bestseller. How do people get your book? As you just said, they can get it on Amazon and they can get it okay. on Kindle. If you visit my website, parulagarwal.com slash book, okay. that's the link. You can actually go to that link you and it will take you to the Amazon link and the Kindle link. But you could also download the free bonus gifts that come along with the purchase of your book. And uh, those bonus could give you some more advice on living healthy. Awesome. Well, Parol, thanks for sharing your stories and expertise and taking our listeners one step closer to a human revolution. Thank you for having me, AJ. It was really fun chatting with you. And, um, you know, I hope your listeners incorporate green juicing in their lifestyle. You're listening to My 7 Chakras. Go to mysevenchakras.com. Download your free gift, get inspired, and take action. Transform your life today.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.